Blog Talk Radio. NYPA, it's time to sort the show, so search for the squad and listen out for the promo with the West Wild Spitter, spin his web into a chokehold. Collins Oak coverage on the corner, make it unfold. Five o'clock, who gives a damn of what your man is say? We spitting live wireless, leave him shot with the gamma rate. Ain't no runner up, cause it ain't the closest to candidate. I block the deep and you draw like Japanese animated. It's just us and the rest, news off the hottest press. Dope from the boogie down, Kyle Houghton, Philly West. Reppin' with the legends, classic in the few seconds. In politics, sports segment, live phone, call up a question, it's the NYPA, 95 Connection, real people, ain't no scripted cute call for directions, just team on the grind time till it's all perfection, throw it past the satellite so you can catch reception, so touch ground with us, we kill challenges, a murder it for every number on your calendars, from west to the boogie down the greyhound in this, we google spot, anchor podcast pocket this. Welcome to NYPA Entertainment Radio live here on Blog Talk. It's Kyle Alonzo broadcasting from our homes from West Philadelphia and the Boogie Down Bronx. Thank you for joining us live today. Um, while this happened, it's not live. We appreciate you downloading the show or whatever platform that is on, whether it's Blog Talk, Anchor, Apple, or Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Castbox, Bullhorn.com, Sounder.com, Playing Through Alexa. Appreciate it to taking the time out for the next two hours for us to entertain you. Should be a lot of fun. Um, first Sunday of the year, uh, Sunday of this year of the month of February. I'm already still in January, um, which means brand new month, brand new playlist in the start of the Spotlight playlist. Uh, Spotlight playlist for those who don't know, going forward, every now and then it's not going to happen all the time. Um, It'll be once in a while, well, you know, some little special we'll have. And the spotlight playlist will is when we put a spotlight on any genre of music, any writer, any producer, um, songwriter, that is, any artist, any city, any genre of music, decades, whatever. We have 90s, 90s uh, East Coast hip-hop, 90s down south, 80s pop, 80s R&B, 70s, 60s, whatever. Um We'll put a spotlight on it. For that month, we'll be playing that music, whatever genre it is. And then going forward, uh, leave it up to you. We'll put a poll up, uh, either Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, all three, whatever, and put up what we think, you know, we guys, hey, what do you guys want to vote for for this month? You guys get the vote, and then we'll go from there. Whether we like it or not, this is not the U.S. Uh, government. We don't have Russia hacking in and changing nothing. We got to go and abide by what you guys vote for. So the voting thing will start maybe down the line, uh, but in the beginning we'll do it first, and then we'll, we'll hand the reins over to you guys, and you guys get to pick what genre, artist, or soundtrack you would like to listen to. So starting today, um, this month will be the Spotlight playlist, and next month, of course, is March, which is Women's History Month, <coughs> Excuse me, which is an all-female playlist. Come back to today. Now, today we have Philadelphia. The sound of Philadelphia is our playlist. Now, this leads me to my guest. Also, we have a guest calling in. Let me back up. 
I have to admit this playlist was a lot difficult than I thought, so I got to apologize to you guys uh, because after further review, our city is fucking awesome. We got so many artists, so many writers and producers. I had to break the volumes up. So this episode is volume one, and down the line, I'm going to do volume two. I had a hard time picking. It's just hits after hits of producing of songs and writers I didn't know that came from here that made a lot of hit songs that you guys like, rap or R&B or whatever. Um, so I thought I knew a lot, but when I was doing a little bit of my research, I'm like, well, God damn, I'm going to have a hard time. And that would take away from us talking. And, you know, Zoe and I like to talk, so that would be longer than two hours also. So I had to break it down into volumes. So I got volume one today, volume two, maybe somewhere down the line. Um, with that being said, uh, our artist coming in, calling in today live at the top of the second hour, 6 o'clock. He's from Philly, hip-hop artist. D-Money's calling in, talk about his new album, Black Vibes <laughs> Matter. I like that title, Black Vibes Matter. Uh, talk about his tracks and everything and being a hip-hop artist from Philly and what it feels like to represent Philly. And uh, music industry is dominated sometimes by New York or L.A. or down south or what have you. So uh, D-Money calling in live here, top of the second hour at 6 o'clock with NYP Entertainment Radio, um, Spotlight Philly, Sound of Music playlist, Sound of Philly playlist is on point. I think you guys are going to like it. All genres, all genres. It's hip-hop, it's R&B, it's cool jazz, it's, it's everything, everything um, that I could fit in to for this month. Otherwise than that, we would go on and on and on. So I can't wait to start playing that music. I think you guys are going to really like it. And it uh, should be a lot of fun, not just for today, but this whole month collectively here in YPA Entertainment Radio. Um, so it's a lot to get into, a lot of topics, a lot of things we're going to try to uh, get out the way today. Um, so last week I mentioned about 50 Cent and Floyd Mayweather and how um, 50 Cent was like, ah, I'll call out Floyd, I'll fight him. You know what I mean? I'll fight Floyd. And so when I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen, whatever. Well, Floyd Mayweather had a response. So Floyd Mayweather yep. says he's willing to fight 50 Cent. I don't care about weight class. During an appearance on on Radio.com, um, 50 said he he would get in the ring with Mayweather, but felt like it would be it all depend on whether he would agree to an an open weight bout. I fight Floyd. He said I don't think I could make weight though, or he just have to let me not get down to 150. I tried. I looked like a homeless person. I could make it down to probably like 180, unquote. Mayweather took Instagram Wednesday um, not to only respond to Fiji's challenge, but also suggest scheduling this exhibition match for later this year. Quote, I also heard that Fiji would fight me, but claims I'm too small. If he wants to lace up at the end of the year, we can do an exhibition then. So he said, I don't care about weight class with any of these guys. Mayweather was scheduled to fight Logan Paul later this month, but the bout was postponed. If Paul's brother Jake defeat UFC fighter Ben Askren in their April boxing match, Floyd would get in the ring with him next, followed by 50 Cent. However, if 50 really wants to throw hands with Mayweather, he will need to agree that every cent of the prize money goes to the winner. Shortly after Mayweather said he was willing to fight 50, the rapper took to IG to walk, to walk back his challenge. The fight is off because Floyd can't read two paragraphs of my New York Times bestseller, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter, on IG Live, 50 wrote. 
Um, I was going to pack here. Zoe, since he responded, what do you think? You know what? I've I've heard um, Mayweather, you know, in the past they said that um, Mayweather um, used to spar. He had, I believe he had sparred with somebody much heavier, much bigger than him, and he knocked him out. Mm-hmm. You know, knocked the dude out. So, you know, a boxer is a boxer. You know, regardless of the weight class, you can still, you know, if they hit him right, they could knock a person, whether he's big in size and all that, you know. So, you know, he definitely got a chance against 50 Cent, whether, you know, 50 Cent don't necessarily have to bring down, go down in weight. I would like to see it happen, you know, even though this sport, as we say on here, is a mockery, but because those mm-hmm. two have a big feud against each other, <laughs> <laughs> and 50 Cent's had this big mouth and talking about so many other, um, you know, so many people in the past. Maybe they should put him in a ring and, and, and he get his butt whipped by Mayweather. Maybe now mm-hmm. everybody will stop mocking him that he got his butt whipped in the ring by, um, by Mayweather. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't think it's, you know, even though that he said that he wants to fight Mayweather, I truly don't believe that he will get in the ring with him. It's going to be something that he's going to back out of the fight and it's not going to happen, you know, because I don't think that he thinks Mayweather is going to respond to it. But since Mayweather respond to it and put the challenge out there that he don't care whether his, you know, he go down the weight, he can fight him at his weight as is now. You know, I don't think 50 cents will want to go in there and embarrass himself like that because he will be trolled throughout all social media if he do that. And he knows that. If he goes in there and lose, so he's not going to do it. Well, that's what I'm saying uh, right here. Fifty painted himself in in um in the corner with this because if he turns it down or if he ignores it, he looks like a punk. Period. Because um, he didn't expect. I think he didn't expect the Floyd to, to you know come out and say something. Now he's giving him the challenge. Like, yeah, I'll fight you. What's up? So now if he can take it and see what happens, or he can back out, make up an excuse, crack a couple of corny ass jokes, make fun, make fun of him, make fun of him from afar, make fun of him from mm-hmm. afar, and and then mm-hmm. like act like nothing happened. But you open your mouth. See, you got to be careful when you open your mouth to people. No matter what size you are, it doesn't matter. People who fight, you're a fighter, you're a fighter. Wait or not, you know, it's right. just like he's a skilled boxer. He knows you're not because you're bigger than me, shit. But he's a skilled boxer. He knows right. he got the speed on you, and you and you're you, you, you never fought before, professionally. You know what I mean? Or or right or uh, non-professionally, whatever. So I like to see this just to shut Fifty mouth up because you talk too much. You like you think you you this big bad dude. So now Floyd stepping to you, and it's like, all right, let's do this. So I changed my mind on this. I was thinking about it. I'm like, you didn't think he was gonna respond, did you? You didn't even think he was gonna say, let's do this at the end of the year. Let's do an exhibition. Whoever wins, get all the money. What's up? Now, the ball is in your court. Or right. should I say, the boxing gloves are in your ring, Curtis. What are you going to do? You you went out there and tried to embarrass him. Now he's like, what's up? Let's do he's this. He's going to back out. He's going to back yeah, out. He's going to find some excuse to back I'm out of it and, and throw a couple of jokes in there. But he's not going to get in the ring with him because he'll have more to lose if he get in that ring with him and he gets knocked out in that ring. By by Floyd Mayweather, he's gonna be trolled through this whole, not just by by the social media, the people in it, but by all the celebrities that he done trolled throughout his um years 
you know, um, trolling people. So he don't want that to happen. So he would rather just back out and come out with a few jokes and they're getting knocked out in the ring by Floyd Mayweather. I agree, I agree with you on that one. Like I said, he, he's good. I see him backing out. He did not think that he was going to, like, step to him. He didn't think that at all. Far from it. And, and boy, let's do this. Make, let's make some money off this. So I'm like, now, nah, at first, I'm like, it's a mockery. But I'm like, hmm. He, you know what I mean? Like, some people, like, you, you can't assume someone's not going to step to you. You call them out, prepare for someone to step step up. You know what I'm saying? Um, just prepare right. for that. Um, I agree. And then, <laughs> right. So, staying in the world of Floyd, I don't – he has been offered another chance to accept a rematch with Manny Pacquiao following the exhibition match delay. Uh, so the former pound for pound king was due to face the YouTuber later on this month. Uh, reports of low sales of the fight and the potential to wait for a crowd alongside a clash uh, with top ranked world title cards on the same night have made uh, headway. Mayweather's yet to confirm anything regarding the event. His team has not really begun to push promotion uh, for the pay-per-view fighter, um, pay-per-view Excuse me. Either, uh, therefore, the money man could once again um, look into offers uh, to fight Pacquiao. Uh, since what, mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop right there. Which I think, put it this way, if you're going to do a fight, let's just put the fifty cent thing to the side. If you want Mayweather to fight, have him fight Pacquiao. It'll draw a little more money than he will with that clown ass dude from YouTube. But I think this right. might be something better for him to do. You know what I mean? Um, I'll say he's yeah, not going to fight Pacquiao. Now, why is that, though? <clears throat> because he would have more to lose um, if he fight Pacquiao. He's taking on these easy fights because he knows that he can win these fights. But to mm. fight Pacquiao, who is a professional fighter and has a chance to beat Mayweather, and if it wasn't for, I, I believe, the first fight. Pacquiao was uh, injured his hand, so he couldn't really, you know, fight like he wanted to. Mm-hmm. So if they get back in the ring and Pacquiao is at his best, there's a chance that Mayweather can lose. I don't think he wants mm-hmm. to go there um, again. You know, why haven't mm-hmm. he given him a, a, a rematch? Why haven't he given Canelo a, a rematch? All these other people mm-hmm. who wanted a rematch with him that, that he beat it, that he beat. Right, right. Why haven't he? That's a good point. I would, but like I said, even though I hear what you're saying, even though he won't, I would rather see that than the YouTuber dude, I, and then then Fifty Cent went down the line for, for for shits and giggles. So for serious right. boxing, yeah, the Pacquiao one. For shits and giggles, Fifty Cent one. So there you go. That sums up 2021 going to 2022. <laughs> <laughs> that sums every other boxer. That's what I want to see. Oh. I like that one. I like that one. Shit the giggles. Shit the giggles. The next main event. Shit the giggles. There you go. Fifty versus Mayweather. Shit and giggles. That's the name of the fight. Shit and giggles. That's what it is. (laughs) Yeah, that's what that's what it's going to be. Just for shit and giggles. You laughing again? Yeah. So that's what I want to be. Um. All right, we're going to play music. When we come back, we're going to get into Dustin Diamond and Leon Spinks. 
who both passed away this week. We're going to talk about that. We have at the top of the second hour, we got D-Money calling in live here at NYP Entertainment Radio at 6 p.m. Uh, uh, man, I'm jumping to this playlist, dude. I think you guys are going to like it. It's a little bit of everything. It's not what you think. It's artists we never really had on here before, and it's from here. It's rather, again, spotlight playlist, Sound of the Sound of Philadelphia. You don't know what the Sound of Philadelphia is. You need to look that up. And the Sound of Philadelphia opened the doors for the neo-soul. It opened the door for the hip-hop here, for everything that you hear now. Some of this baby-making music that you guys uh, that were born on in the late, early 60s, early 70s, then Gamble and Huff for that. And um, Celebration and the whole nine uh, was pumping and throbbing in the 60s and 70s. It wasn't just in New York. It wasn't just in Detroit. It was coming out from, from here also. And a lot of these artists and producers and writers, writers, writers and producers behind the scenes made a lot of these great hits that you guys hear in commercials, movies, and all that stuff. It was here in this city. This is what Spotlight is about. When we put the spotlight on any genre, any city or whatever, we get in, we get in depth about it. We give you the reason why. We put the spotlight on there. And even if you vote for it, we'll go into seeing it, see why people like that artist or like that music. It won't just be we just play it and don't get an explanation. We'll give you explanations and little stuff behind the scenes on why we think whatever you vote for it, why y'all like it, what we found out, or why we picked it. So here we are. We'll start with the music playlist right back. Got some more to get into. D Money calling in live at 6 p.m. here on NYPA Entertainment Radio.
Yeah. 
NYPA Entertainment Radio live here on Blog Talk. Um, new month, new music playlist, spotlight playlist, and this month's spotlight is on the city of Philadelphia, the sound of Philadelphia. Um, our guest at the top of the hour at 6 o'clock is Philly's own hip-hop artist, D-Money, uh, who will be calling in discussing his new album, Black Vibes Matter. Um, that's coming again at the top of the hour at 6 o'clock if you're listening to the show live as it is happening. Um, a couple of things to get into. Unfortunately, because we got to talk about sad stuff here, uh, but the actor Dustin Diamond from Saved by the Bell uh, lost his battle with cancer this week. Uh, he was only 44 years old. He just turned 44 a month ago today, January 7th. Uh, but he uh, lost his battle with cancer. And anyone that grew up around that time, a little younger, a little older, say by the bell was the shit Saturday mornings and the whole nine yeah. streets and everything. So um, that was, you know, it came out in a way, uh, Zoe and I discussed this a couple of weeks back. Uh, he was in the hospital uh, for cancer. And um, then, you know, he lost his battle. Uh, they said he went away. He went away peacefully. He wasn't in pain. But still, shot young guy. Uh, like I said, you grow up watching Saved by the Bell. You Screech. He's one of the main characters. The first thing you name was Screech. Then right. Zach, and, and you go on with Screech mainly because he was like the the slapstick comedian whole thing, the you know, uh, of the whole the show. Goofy guy in the show. Again, <laughs> you say? He was the goofy one of the show. Yeah. Yeah, he was a group of one of the show that just like had the slapstick humor to it, and um, and he was like the characters like smartest out of everyone on there. But as a sad loss, like I said, the cancer man is crazy. Um, but that's a sad loss that we we lost him at such a young age, uh, age of forty four. And at the time, there was talks of him to uh, during the second season of the revived Saved by the Bell show that's currently on the Peacock streaming service. Um, so condolences to him. Like, part of my childhood, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. I'm just. I was looking at. Uh, might have been. I think that was last night, or Friday. I can't remember offhand. It was within the last two days. Um, they had probably from E Network, like a little marathon. I say by the bell, like when it first started. And I was looking at looking at a little few minutes of a couple, one or two episodes. I actually sat there watching, and so I was laughing because it was still kind of funny. And I just remember back, like, man, I remember this. And it was just late 80s, early 90s, the fashion. It was just, like, it was just it's real crazy. Um, every Saturday morning, NBC, it was, like, around, like, late, like, 1030 or 1130 or whatever. And I was like, damn. But it just, you know, took me back. Cause I, I was a fan of the show. I'm not going to lie. In the college years and everything, I watched it practically in every episode. Because yeah. uh, it, it was, though, it was unique at the time. Because in the line of cartoons, during that time when they showed mm-hmm. Saturday morning cartoons, you had a live action sitcom in the middle of that lineup, which was which was rare. And that was the only network at the time that kind of was doing that in the late eighties, early nineties. Everybody was right. doing this straight animation or whatever, um, next to Pee Wee's Playhouse, obviously, but that was like a sitcom. But <laughs> having like a sitcom with a live audience, you know, uh-huh. it was it was rare. And it was directed towards teens, preteens and teens. And yeah. You know, it was a hit for a lot of years, and I watched it. It was funny. I took it for what it was, and you just kept it, you know, you kept it moving, man. So, uh, again, R.I.P. condolences to Dustin Diamond's family and, and friends and, and so forth. So. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it just seemed like it happened so fast. Like, like we yeah. just got the news, and, and he's gone. Like, you know, 
you know, it, it's, it's almost like surreal, you know, like, okay, you know, they just, you know, gave us the information uh, a, a few weeks back. Now right. he's gone. It's like, right. right. You know, right. I, I was a fan of the show also. And I, and, you know, I used to watch the show as well. You know, um, I've watched every episode of it up until, you know, it went off the air. Um, I mm-hmm. haven't seen it in so long. Um, I didn't know that they had a marathon on it. If they, if I had known, I would have, you know, relived the memories of watching it back there. Yeah, I was flipping um, by, and I was months. like, "Oh snap!" <laughs> <laughs> and I, I put the remote down, and I'm just, I'm, I'm a, a kid again. You know what I mean? And I'm laughing, and right. I'm like, "Oh, I remember this." It just took it for what it was. You know what I mean? Um, right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, some great, some good stuff there, man. Some good stuff. Um, also, I'm gonna leave this to you because you're a big boxing fan. You're a bigger boxing fan than I, and I have to admit that. Um, Leon Spinks, go. Yeah, Leon Spinks uh, passed away. Um, uh, was it on the fourth or the fifth? I, I can't remember the what day, but it was um, the fifth. It was the fifth. Yeah, that he passed away um, at the age of sixty-seven. Seven. That's still kind of young too, but yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I can remember watching him, and I remember that day when he fought Muhammad Ali, the first fight, and he defeated right. Muhammad Ali. Only having right. just a few fights, professional fights. I believe it was six professional fights in. And he had right. a shot at Muhammad Ali, and he defeated Muhammad Ali in the first um, fight. Um, uh, right. But eventually he lost six months later to Muhammad Ali um, in a rematch. But, um, right. yeah, he was, he, he's definitely a, a living legend when it, when it came to the boxing world. Um, you know, um, just to see him, you know, go, you know, it, it, it's, you know, it's another one that's, that's surreal to me because, you know, I'm a big boxing fan. <laughs> You know, I love boxing, um, and just watching, you know, him fight, I was like, wow, his unorthodox style that he did, you know, and he had a little hand speed in there. He had a um, little hand speed, so, you know, 67 years old, condolence to Leon Spinks' family. Yeah, he. Um, it was after eight professional fights um, that he fought Muhammad Ali and beat him, and I, now... You would say that a lot of people thought Muhammad should have been fighting at that time, but that's another discussion for another time. Um, but I'll leave right. the title back six months later, crowning him one of the only three, I think only three-time champ. Um, right. And uh, Leon passed away Friday, of, uh, unfortunately, prostate cancer. Cancer again. Um, he had a lengthy mm-hmm. battle for the past five years uh, with prostate cancer. And I, uh, the name Spinks sound familiar? Well, you know, his younger brother, Michael Spinks, who's a boxer Michael also, Spinks. who's more infamous, not for his career, but for the 90, what, 92nd knockout by Tyson um, back in 87. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, like 92nd. <laughs> yeah, the big hype, it was big hype, everybody's ready. Now, this is what Zoe and I always talk about, the big fight feel. At that era when Tyson was just, just killing the box office, Okay. Pay per views and everything. Pay per views yeah. was still young and fresh, and everybody still getting into it. Yeah, but it was the buzz all around the world. Eighty seven, June twenty seventh, eighty seven. You know, and go ahead, though. 
Um, he wasn't a true heavyweight. He didn't start out as a heavyweight, Michael Spinks. Mm-mm. He moved up into Mm-mm. weight to, to become a heavyweight. They, at the time, it was light heavyweight that they had him slated as. But to go up against mm-hmm. a true heavyweight of a Tyson caliber, you know, he couldn't handle it. He couldn't Mm-mm. handle it. He crumbled. No, no. Crumble? Crumble? You being too nice. He, he sold it like a deck of cards. <laughs> 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 man, that that was the true antithesis of where I think one of the early stages of don't get too comfortable watching a Tyson fight because it was the last fight on the card and it was like later East Coast time. You're looking at midnight, close to twelve thirty East Coast time because it's in Vegas. You got nine o'clock, nine thirty. So you wait up all this time. Now this is before cable was big. There's no internet streaming service. So you're just stuck right. there, you entertain yourself, you you know, you talk around the, the bullshit boxing matches ahead of time, whatever. And here it comes, you know, you know, they come out. This is what you've been waiting for. You paid all this money, whether you're live or pay-per-view, and you're waiting. And y'all build up, and ding, 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 boom, 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 one, two, three. It's over. <laughs> <He's out. laughs> you're like, what the hell? <laughs> I just opened my hand here, what the hell seconds. That's Only it. It's over. It, so y'all, for a second you're stunned because you don't think it's over. Nah, something happened. This ain't real. Wait a minute. The crowd's coming in. They're raising his hand, and the winner by knockout. Like damn. <laughs> that's it. That was the Tyson fight, and that's and unfortunately, you know, no disrespect to Leon. That's a, that was that was like Mike Michael Spinks' legacy. When you say his name, you think of the Tyson fight, ninety-two seconds. You whooped his ass. Right. There you go. You got a good payday. You got a good payday. Because I think after that, he barely fight. And, barely fought, and, you say. And, and he never fought know. after that. He never fought after that. I think he retired after that. Yes. Yes. There you go. What a way to retire. He got a good payday. He got his ass whooped, and he disappeared. That's how you do it. Never be heard from again. I got my check. I'm going to go away. <laughs> I got my ass embarrassed and handed to me. I'm gone now. I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, that, but, uh, that was his first defeat. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Tyson was red hot, man. Tyson was white heat, man. Uh, and unfortunately, for the first time in weeks, I don't have a Tyson story. I haven't, I haven't came across Ooh. one, but I'll be back. I'll be back with one. Believe me, I'll find something. I, it just, it'll pop up. It always pops up when I'm not looking. I think this time I'm going to lie a peek behind the curtain that kind of was looking. Next time I ain't going to do that. I'm just going to just not think about it and have, them, have it come to me like it always has been. So I'm going to leave it alone, not think about it, and I hopefully I should have a funny, weird, crazy Tyson story for you next week. We'll call it, you know, Tyson's Corner or something. Because I always find these funny stories, and I love to share it because Tyson is a very funny person. Because like Zoe and I said, mm-hmm. stuff in his life really happens. It's hilarious because it's real. It's real. <laughs> He'll tell you it's real. He's mm-hmm. even a lie. And there's people around you like, yeah, that, that happened. So, well, well, you know, we'll see if I can find something on Tyson. Or it'll come to me, I should say, by next week. Zoe, what else you want to get into? Nick Cannon, Wild and Out, is set to return. Viacom, CBS, and Nick Cannon have uh, reestablished a working relationship. Um, Variety reports um, the 
rekindling came after the effort of Canon to engage and partner with Jewish leaders and make amends for anti-Semitic um, um, states made um, this past summer. Um, past episodes of the show are set to return to the screen this week, and new episodes are set to be produced in the future. Um, Nick has not... Um, Mick has not only apologized and taken responsibility for his comments, but he has also worked to educate himself and others um, through um, engagement with Jewish leaders and on his platforms. An MTV Entertainment Group uh, spokesperson told Variety, those efforts are of the utmost importance, and that's why um, we have invited him to rejoin our team. On a separate note, we just learned that he tested positive. Um, yeah, McCann has tested positive for COVID and have reached out to wish him a speedy recovery. Um, you know, congrats to him on re- re- reestablishing the relationship and, and he's back at work, um, you know, with his show that he created Mm-hmm. That they owned, obviously, because mm-hmm. they fired him from his own show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, you know, congrats to him on that. You know, for rekindling um that. But you know, as far as um the educate on you know the Jewish you know people whatever um are they doing the same on educating themselves on our history? Okay, question. Double side thing then. A double-sided thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't just do one side to have him educate on them and not educating on them. Because when you look at it, the true Jews were black. Mm-hmm. Whether they want to believe it or not. That is that's a that's a that's a true question right there. I, I what I, I I don't know for sure, but I wonder if this was Nothing part against of them. the deal. <laughs> but. No, but you know you're right. I mean, you do your research, people. This is a perfect time to do it, especially if I direct you home on the Kennedy story. It's a perfect time to look into it. Do your research, Black History Month, um, and you'll see what Zoe was saying, what Nick Cannon said. Well, you know, do your research, and you'll see what he's saying and what Zoe was saying is uh, pretty much accurate. What, uh, what, in terms of Nick Cannon getting his show back? <clears throat> excuse me. They're not going <clears> to. <throat> excuse me. It's not. They're not going to say. Clear my throat again. <clears throat> Sorry. They're not going to say this. I don't think they are. But I know he was trying to gain ownership of his show uh, around the time that they dismissed him. Um, so I wonder if he worked out a deal. And they may not have announced it, but I wonder if he worked out a deal if he got ownership because I know he was trying to buy his show. Um, uh, you know, from Viacom or whatever. By Wild Now, because again, he did create it. His show's name's attached to it. Uh, so I wonder, on the low, if he worked out a deal where he's going to gain ownership. Because I know that's the one of the things he was talking about when he was dismissed. He felt as though that wasn't right. And he was like, Look, I'm coming for my show. That's my show. Um, I, I should own it. So I wonder, hopefully, it works something out. I know I'm not a big Nick, Nick Cannon fan per se, I do admire him being a businessman. Um, and the, the, the different business interests he has and, and, and his longevity in the industry and so forth. Um, so 
if I would have to put money on it, I would say he probably did work out a deal because he, he's a smart businessman. I'll give it to him. He, he's, he's everywhere. He knows how to keep himself relevant, whether you like him or not. And I'm not a big fan, but whether you like him or not, Nick got his hand in the business. He, he, he's been around since he was a little kid, and he knows the ins and outs. And um, like I said, I would not be surprised before he walked back in there, he was like, I want some ownership. And they might not announce it to the press. They may got to tell us. They don't have to. But I wouldn't be surprised uh, if he decided on that and he just decided not to print it or whatever. But, yeah, you never know. You never know. But, um, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I'm, I'm not. You watch, you, do you watch uh, Wild and Out? I've watched a few episodes of Wild and Out. I'm not going to lie and say I, have, I, I haven't. But, yeah, I have watched a few episodes of it. And, you know, it had some funny moments to it, and some of them just appear really silly. But um, I, I did watch it. Hmm. 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 Interesting. What about you? I don't. I don't get it. No, I can't. I can't go past five to ten minutes of it. Now, the only time you catch me, if, they, if I see I see some ass on there looking good, and I, oh, who this girl? I'll stare at her for a little bit, and after a while, I'm like, oh, y'all guys are corny, and I turn it off. I I don't see the. I don't see. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's not funny to me. I don't find nothing funny when I'm like, I sit there. I, it's rare that I sit through a whole comedy sketch, whatever show you want to call it, and I don't even get a giggle. I don't even get a smirk. I more so hurt. I hurt mm-hmm. my neck because I shake my head so much of how corny it is. So that's the only problem I have. My neck get a little tight. Going, mm, mm, mm. This is corny. Mm, mm, mm. Right and left, left and right. Tighten my neck. Mm, mm, mm. Not funny. It's not. Right. It's not I, find, I don't see the humor in it. I think it's a corny show overall. I just don't get it. The only thing I get uh, kudos on is the, the attractive women I see on there. Like, man, she's fine. Then after that passes by like gas, I just turn the channel. I'm like, all right, that's done. I, I can't sit through a whole episode. I can't even tell you how many seasons it's been on. I can tell you um, how long the shows are. I don't know if it's a half hour or an hour. I can't get past five or ten minutes. It, I just can't. Like, I really cannot. I just don't see what people see in that show at all. I don't, I don't get it. I don't find I because I don't find him funny. I don't find him entertaining. Anything that he does, the only thing I maybe liked him in, maybe, 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 maybe was drumline. Maybe was drumline. That's it. Anything else he had his hands on, I'm just like, he's not. He's not entertaining. He's, you know, dare I say, corny. I just said that, didn't I? Though I just said that, right? There I said, you I said, said yes, you did. You said I just said, yeah, 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 I said. <laughs> <laughs> he's corny, bro. <laughs> he's, he's, he's corny, bro. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of, well, I was going to bring this up. No, you know what? I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. What I'm going to do, I'm going to take a quick music break. We'll come back. And I wait till the, after the money calls in because I wanted to get in something else. It's going to take up a lot of conversation from us because, yeah. Uh, so give me a few minutes to come back. We'll be right back here at NYPA Entertainment Radio.
Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio. Is waiting for I guess to call in a few minutes here at the top of the second hour. Uh, D Money should be calling in soon. We're telling we're going to chat it up a little bit. Uh, like I said to, uh, today, as everyone knows, if you listen to this live, it's Super Bowl Sunday. I really don't care. I have a dog in the hunt, so to speak. Um, I'll chime in and chime out and, and what have you and, and so forth. Uh, what about you, so You want to take a look at it? or? Um, I think so. I think I will. All the way or just in and out? Uh, hmm, that's a good question. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> Would I do it all the way or should I, you know, hmm. That all depends on when I begin watching it and if it's not where I think it will keep me for the full show, then it'll be in and out. So the opening of the show and all, I have to wait and see. I have to wait mm. and see. The more, you know, I don't think I'll, I don't know. If it's like exciting in the beginning, probably. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll turn. I'll look at it, probably turn away or have it on and look at something. I don't know. Like I'm not really invested in it all the way. And the commercials are not what they used to be. Um, we talked it's about definitely this many not. times. And, yeah, we talked about this many times on the show for the past ten years. Is that each year they try to outdo each other and they just don't because it's just you know just you're doing it for shock value because of what day it is and, and and so forth and so on. So. Uh, like I said, I'll, I'll be in and out. Um, if you force me to ask me like who I want to win, I will go with Chiefs for back-to-back Super Bowl. Um, I'm not a, a Brady fan. I respect him, but not a big Brady fan. Um, and I want nobody from NFC to win, quite frankly, so I'll go with AFC. So I will want Mahomes back-to-back, Andy Reid, some Todd here in Philly, go back-to-back. It should be exciting. Hopefully it is exciting. If it's enough to keep my interest, it looked like it could be a shootout, like in the beginning, like similar to what you said. I may stay on it longer than I expected, but I might just flip back and forth, or whatever. I'm just not hyped up or engrossed into it. Like, yeah, man, it's the most like that. Woohoo! Where's my wings? That's not me. You know, and I it's really not the life. same with the sports right now because you know, because of the COVID, it's it's very limited. You know what? With the fans, I don't know if they're going to have fans in the audience, are they? Or are they going to yeah, have the cardboard have... cutouts and all that stuff? <laughs> uh, no, no they're going to actually they're gonna have fans, but it's like, uh, you know, you know Florida's a little different also. So they're going to have fans, but it's like spread out, like very spread out. Uh, so they're going to be there. Like certain cities, I'm like ours, because New York and Philly the same way, you have no one really in arenas unless you, unless you work there. But in this situation, it's going to, I think, Maybe maybe twenty five thousand. I think somebody because you know, I think maybe less than that, I don't know. But it could be sporadic throughout the whole. So you get a couple of golf claps, a couple of yells. So it'll be people there with the celebration like it right. was, where everybody rushed the field. We all know that's not going to happen because uh, of what's going not on. So it kind of takes away from it. You know what I mean? It takes away. Mm-hmm. So you know what are you gonna do? All right. So we got caller. Caller, you on the air, NYPA, Entertainment Radio. Yer, it's your boy, D-Money. Live in full set. What's going on, man? What's going on? What's happening? What's up, my <laughs> Not brother? much, man. How's everything? 
Good, man. Good. good, man. How about How about man, I can't complain, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, I like to hear that. We alive. We alive, brother. We above yeah. ground. We all above ground. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's, that's, that's a, a good. good st- that's a good. St- right. That's a good start. <laughs> yeah. Man. That's a blessing yeah. when you can wake up every day and 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 and, and you know. Do whatever you have to do within that day. That's always a blessing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Man. Yes, yes. Yeah, always. Uh, so, D, D Money, thank you for coming on to the show. Let our listeners know no about your background, how you got started, the whole nine. Um. Well, I um, I got started probably around um. Get Rich or Die Trying era So that was like 03 mm-hmm. So Probably around 16, 17 um, mm-hmm. I got started with The the, the passion to, to rap And then um, mm-hmm. by 18 I was um, in the studio Recording my first song With uh, the legendary uh, DJ Touchtone um, mm-hmm. And um from there, man, I, I just started uh, grinding. You know, the mixtapes and the DVD stuff was the wave mm-hmm. back in the day. And um, mm-hmm. I was, like, on the, the mixtape grind, you know, trying to get my get my feet wet and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. To fast forward, you know, I um, linked up with my man, Mr. Hurd, like, in um, 2012. And uh, he kind of... Uh, basically mentored me um, through the game, you know, the things I should have as an artist, like publishing and and masters and and things, you know, the important Mm -hmm. stuff, you know. And um, Mm -hmm. from there, man, I've been uh, full blaze, no turning back, you know. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Influences coming up, no matter what genre of music. What are your influences? Um, my influence uh was always hip hop. Um, I had a brother. I got a brother with um with autism who was like a big hip hop fan. Because at first mm-hmm. in the early nineties, I wasn't really into. I mean, I was into it, but wasn't. I didn't love it. I mean, let's say that. Like mm-hmm. it was cool, you know. And um, mm-hmm. by the by the by the time um, I got to like my influences, it was like, you know, I like Tupac, I like Biggie, I like Jay Z, I like Nas, but um, my main influence was was Fifty Cent. Again, going back to mm-hmm. the Get Rich or Die Trying, that was the album that made me pick up the pen, and that was the album to first. Like in a strange way, it made me understand uh, songwriting a little bit more, like from mm-hmm. a hook perspective, how important a hook mm-hmm. is on the song. Right. And, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was um, it was it was like Fifty Cent, and then later on, as as I really understood um, what I was doing a bit, um, it was like you know that whole silly wave of Reed and Meek and Beanie Siegel and Black Thought and. It, Eve and you know um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Big L, uh, Cameron, 
Uh, mm. more Chicken things, the facts, big that, that whole era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Look, man, I, I know my hip hop history now. You know what I mean? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> It was that uh, it was that seven minute uh freestyle yeah with Jay Z, um yeah. and really like Big L introduced me to to punchline rap, um mm-hmm. for real for real and um you know the Devil's Son was was uh was one of them joints even though it's a little edgy to listen to now but back then it was like right. this is some wild shit but um yeah. it was creative Just some- and. Yeah. Just imagine yeah. where sure. he would have been if he hadn't, uh, you know, the way, you know, from, you know, the violence in the streets. You oh, know, yeah, where he, he would have been. Yeah, I think he would have elevated. I think he would have definitely elevated the game um, uh, from, uh, from he, he, he'll he be one of those cats that we look at, like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like the way we look at M, right? From a lyrical mm-hmm. perspective, it's like nobody can mess with M, you know, from a lyrical perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's like I think that's the way we'll look at Big L. Like he'll be one of those forever lyrical assassins. I think he would have yeah. been above Nas. I think he would have been above Nas mm-hmm. if he would have, you know, stayed alive in my opinion, of the ranks mm-hmm. of um of like hip hop and consistency goes. I think Big if, L if of uh if if I'm not mistaken, I believe Nas said that he was afraid of Big L, you know, because lyrically Big L was nasty. I mean, not to say oh, yeah, you know, Nas is not Nas is nice himself. But Big yeah, L was Nas just like on another level. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Big mm-hmm. L was definitely one of those ones that um that uh if you was in the booth with him you might have to rewrite your verse three or four times. You know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just to just to even just to even get close to where he's at. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. And you might not even get that close. It might just be the best you could come up with after a while, you know what I mean? So yeah, big right. that was one of those ones, man. Um uh tell everyone about Black Vibes Matter. I love that name. Yeah, um, uh, Black Vibes Matter. It's pretty much, um, it's pretty much about t- togetherness, man. It's about us looking at ourselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, as people, mm-hmm. you know, and um, looking at our flaws and looking at the things we're doing right and the things that we're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a reflection of them, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Um, and and. I put out the album because I felt like a lot of game was needed. A lot of things mm-hmm. need to be talked about. Um, a lot of things that's been swept under the rug. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I got a song called Hood Story. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much talking about um, real life situations that go on in all fifty states of the United States of America. You know, because it's a hood mm-hmm. everywhere in every city, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's about you know, it's about a person who who lived his life reckless, pretty much, and he goes to convert over to to change his life a bit for the better. And sometimes those situations are too late to change. You know, sometimes you're too deep in the game, and even though you're ready to change, your enemy's not ready to change. You know, and right. Right. that's what we think. 
you know, we, we got to keep in mind in, in these situations is that everybody that's um, on the news killing somebody or, you know, you see these young kids killing somebody, we don't know if they're, they was trying to do what's best for them, you know, trying to change their mm-hmm. life. And somebody's like, you know, the beef's still on, the war's still on, regardless of what, we don't care what you're trying to do. That's all right, whatever. You know, yeah, and you still have to protect yourself in those situations. You know what I mean? You know, so mm-hmm. it's it's a um it's a fifty fifty ball. <laughs> you know, every single time in those streets. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not somebody from the streets, but um, you know, I'm not somebody who ran the streets, but I'm somebody who observed pretty well. Well, you know, I had family members that was, um, you know, getting busy and and doing things they shouldn't be doing and stuff like that. Some of them was able to change their life for the better. Some of them, you know, still out there. So, you know, it was, it was mm-hmm. a story I can relate to. So I felt comfortable writing. So yeah. That's what's up. Um, who are the, the producers uh, of the album? Producers on your track. Um, yeah. Um, uh, that's that's uh, Vintage Vintage uh, Productions. Um, shout out mm-hmm. to them. Um, they was very uh, 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 hands on with the album. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, Jazz Man. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like. Um, He's like the bro to me because um, I'm best friends with his his brother, you know, mm-hmm. um, and we're we kind of like you know family. We got the family vibe and everything. And um, mm-hmm. his co-producer, the co-producer on the album, the um, Gene. I'm sorry for not mm-hmm. uh, calling you by your artist name. I'm sorry, but <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, yeah, but um, they did very good on the album. Uh, they split the albums uh, uh, half and half together. Um, right. The production came along great, man. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. there, there you go, man. Yeah, I think um, now, uh, Oxygen. I think oh, oh, Oxygen is on one of your Oxygen. I'm on sorry. your track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, brother. My, my fault. Yeah. Well, I say it because everyone hears everyone hears his voice every week on our show because he's in our intro. Right. And um, Jasmine produces, right. so he's been doing. They've been doing. They've been part of our family. So it's a big family thing. All of us together. From day one. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly from day one. Yeah, yeah. They've been hooking up with intro. Yeah, so right. well, go ahead, so I'm sorry, I interrupt you. Go ahead. Yeah, um I I've I've read your little um your your bio and um mm-hmm. you know, I came across where you're looking to release a fictional book uh, called Battleground right. Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, explain to us about that. Battleground wrestling. Um wh- well, that's that's a uh, um, a book that's that's literally in the works. Um, it'll be a fictional book. Um, we were in the very, 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 very beginning stages of of oh. the book, but um, it's pretty much going to be like a, a a wrestling drama, like if, if pro wrestling met the wire, pretty much right. um, type of thing, and. Um, uh, it's basically um, about a guy who's uh, pursuing to um, run his own wrestling company with some money that was handed down from his uncle, and um, 
And yeah, he's he's trying to get that thing together. He runs across um some some obstacles and you know, I'm trying I'm trying to get around it while giving y'all too much, you know what I mean, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, know, yeah. Don't give it all be, away. Don't give it all away. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. The, the beginning stages going, right now, so Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's gonna be trust me, trust me, it's gonna be one of those um one of those books that's um that's very gonna be hard to put down, you know. Cool, that's what's up. Yeah. Okay. When that drops, okay. yeah. Well, we'll yeah. When you get done with that, you coming back on here. Yeah, you coming back on oh, here. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. And look, I'm going to send y'all copies and everything. Don't worry. You know that's what I mean? On up, the house. Man. That's what's up. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I said, so uh, Black Vibes Matter, man. Where, where can they get the album and check it out and all that stuff? Um, you can check out Black Vibes Matter on uh, Tidal, Spotify, Amazon, um, pretty much all the digital platforms you find your favorite artists on. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's right there on them same platforms. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, it's it's um, it's an album I I put my all into and I put a lot of thought into it. You know, it wasn't nothing. Mm-hmm. I was like. Oh, all right, let's let's record an album and let's do some songs mm. and no, everything was well thought out. It was um strategically planned and um you know, uh put together to its best of its ability. Mm. That's just uh um Excellent. where Excellent. can they find you on social media? Yeah. Like, you know, plug away your social media, uh, your sh- your podcast and all that stuff. Um, you can go uh, find me on Instagram at Mooga Be the Gang, uh, Twitter at D Dot Money, Facebook at Daryl McCleary, and um, for my podcast listeners out there, Anchor FM forward slash D Money Show, Anchor FM forward slash D Money Show. That's what's up, D Money brother. Appreciate yeah. you taking the time out, uh, calling in for you know Zoe and I, man. Um, about to play your no music because. Like, I, I talked to you, peek behind the curtain, I talked to you off the show, and I said what I was trying to right, do right. going forward with the spotlight. So you're part of the town of Philadelphia. You're an artist from Philly. Wait, oh. pick them up. Wait, wait, wait. My last question, real quick. Hold that thought. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I wanted to ask you, being an artist from Philly, um, right? What's, uh, like, well, I guess, what separates you from everybody else, whether it's New York, down south, or whatever? What brings that uniqueness? Right. Like that Philly would bring to the game. I, I'm curious to find out. Um, so. basically, basically, what 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 makes Philadelphia different from every other city? Mm. Um, I just think we got a certain way of carrying ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's um, it's just our attitude, our energy, our slang. You know the way we dress, the way, the way um uh, we we approach music. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think it's just you know it's 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 hard to explain if you're not from here. But it's like mm-hmm. it's like we have a we have a certain attitude that we bring with us. It's a no mm-hmm. no nonsense attitude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit of that. Aggressiveness, you know, is what we bring. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. you was around for the for the rise of Meat Mills, you saw Meat Mills with the nappy braids, you know, rapping on mm-hmm. Burke Street, you know, um, mm-hmm. 
uh, a kid that was the determined to to make it. You know, um, you see cats like Enes. You know, he started out in the streets of Philadelphia doing the DVD scene, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. Archer Village projects, you know, to to making the band. You know, mm-hmm. you 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 know, the whole world got to see that. You know, we was the first wave of, of YouTube for real for real. Mm-hmm. You know, when mm-hmm. YouTube first started out, you know, it was it was, you know, a bunch of Philly artists that was like the most researched, the most searched, um, uh, rap artists out, you know, mm-hmm. when YouTube first right. started, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like it's it's just it's just our vibe, our energy is what uh separates us from the pack. You know. Right. But um yeah man, right. we, we got love for all cities though at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, of course. You know of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course yeah. we gotta make our own yeah. sound, but you know. Uh D Money again. Right, yeah. Appreciate you man, taking time out. Um, like I said, you're part of the family, you know and whenever you come back on with the book drops or anything right. else, uh, you're more than welcome to come back right. to NYP Entertainment Radio. Zone out, really appreciate it. Yes, Y'all let me know, man. Much love. All yeah. right, man. We'll talk to you. All right, man. Be safe. You too. All right. All right. D-Money. We're going to go to some music, play some of his tracks and, and a few others uh, here on the sound of Philadelphia Volume 1 Spotlight Playlist. And uh, Zone, I got a lot of stuff we're going to get into. Uh, when we get back here, no, yeah. stick around. NYPA Entertainment Radio. Fake love. We all deal with it differently. This how I dealt with it. You ready? Niggas show fake love, I don't even trick. No. Niggas show fake love, I don't even bitch. Man. I've been doing my fake love since 06. Back when Steve was getting hair for my chick I was so pissed that quickly grabbed the grip Grabbed it out of fifth face car out the whip Walked down the strip, ready to dump the heat Ready to show these pussy ass niggas I ain't sweet Glad I didn't do it though, the bitches for the streets Pulled up to the crib like I deliver Uber Eats Got my rocks off, I clean her little seats Cause I got my rocks off, I pan her little freak That's the night my old homie calls me so many times I don't even call him, so I call him L9 That's why he's blocked now, getting no reply Niggas know the vibes if he ever pop fly Niggas was right there when I got jumped That's the thing, look their hand up, not even once But I guess I sleep that under the rug I'm just giving you facts about some fake love Fake love, which we need none of. Uh huh. Nah. Let him talk Listen. to him. Later for the fraud, fake hug. You can forearm and brace the case in the deep slug. Catch that direct deposit, no pay stub. Just one less round in the chamber to take up. Uh, West Philly, what it is, what it was, would be just because on edge, this nudge. I ain't holding no grudge, just millimeter snubs. That's loaded with the truth for the hole in the fake love. Cause that's what he made of. Lion versus gorillas, wolves versus snake. While my figures did great. Double low, dark night, I escaped in vape. Down with the same ain't changed since this date. See, those my mates off the plate, we straight scrape. Whether it's quick, legit, or stop, cop, and wait. See, the goal is just to see one of us make it great. And we all pull the gov the bad, the good, and share the fate. Yeah, man. That's the whole vibe, though. 
victory until the election has been independently certified. President Trump, you I'm go first. I'm urging my supporters to go into the polls and watch very carefully because that's what has to happen. I am urging them to do it. As you know, today there was a big problem. In Philadelphia, they went in to watch. They were they're called poll watchers, a very safe, very nice thing. They were thrown out. They weren't allowed to watch. You know why? Because bad things happen in Philadelphia. Bad Yeah, I'm rapping. 
block, his homies on the block And his attitude is motherfucking cop Crip is what's that, he dressed with a koofy He really put in work like young boy Saluki Trip vibes Gucci, the girls gave him coochie Ben's all white, he got it all white Nigga named Mike, mixed name with the Sprite okay. Been plotting on his life the whole night Fast forward tonight, the life changed forever He was in the strip club, throwing mad cheddar Mike waiting for him outside with the Beretta He ate it on all cause he was doing better The party over, Maul waiting to his car yeah. Mike saw him, he started letting off Put it hit the glass, it just missed his ass Maul returned fire, he pulled out and blast Mike laid stiff, Maul dropped in the whip Then I get far, cops pulled him over quick Now we in jail, upset and pissed His lawyer got him off and he called himself the fifth Got on his knees, start praying to Allah that he gon' be legit shit It's never too late to change how we live The niggas we love most is out doing biz We won't do it for you and do it for the kids Black vibes matter, let's turn it positive It's never too late to change how we live The niggas we love most is out doing biz We won't do it for you and do it for the kids Black vibes matter, let's turn it positive Boss switched up his whole vibe okay. He ain't bitching though we outside Funny schools on the south side Starting leads in this neighborhood the streets respect him though, because his paper good. Money. But my cousin ain't like that. No, he said he got the burner right now, and he be right I'm back. Right but back. he forget what he did to Mike. And when you see him, then his own sight touch him, then they go fight. Oh, Come on, once peace, it's hard to creep. Yeah. And it's some street, yeah. ain't nothing sweet. No, but Mike got the heat, spun back around. Uh. So I'm on, ain't the racket down. Mark stole the shot. Got to remember the days he was on the block, letting off shots. Then he remember what he did to Mike. Yeah. And realized that was his little cousin that he saw in sight. Oh, fuck his head his chest. Now I'm laid there, buddy, must. Send the old yes. The old yes was a relief from the pain. Mike doesn't put two more in his brain. Now we run around going insane. These are the rules of the game. It's never too late to change how we live. The niggas we love most is out doing biz. We won't do it for you, then do it for the kids. Black vibes matter, let's turn it positive. It's never too late to change how we live. The niggas we love most is out doing biz. We won't do it for you, then do it for the kids. Black vibes matter, let's turn it positive.
kids, now my mama's got barriers, son. I'm speaking to you as a prophet as rare as they come. Uh. Gunshots sound like music hanging out the Buick. Why you wanna be a shooter? Mama told me not to do it, but I did it. Now I'm locked up in the prison. Call her mama like I shouldn't have did it. Watch my dream shatter in the instant. I'm on a visit, posing for the picture. Like I'm going for my promise time, like I ain't facing time or something. Riding for these niggas like that shit ain't hurt my mama something. Only one gon' give me commentary, even buy me something when it all fall down. I can't call y'all now, even if I hit your phone, that won't get me home. Seen so many different times these niggas did me wrong. Shit, that's the reason that I did this song. Shit, we was kids, used to play on the steps. A couple years later, we playing with the angel of death. I was 11 years old, I got my hands on the tech. When I first touched it, that shit gave me a rush. My homie's dying, I'm like, maybe we next. That just made me a threat. Knowing that nigga smoke my daddy, it just made me upset. Made me a man, shit, I was five when God gave me my test. Go to court with a court appointment, he won't say he object. Now it's you against the state, and you ain't got no cake. Jail overpopulated, they ain't got no space. I know a youngin' that got murk and get to dry no race. But he in the hearse on the way to church. I know his mom gon' fake. When she smell like bomber fluid, cologne all on her baby. Pastor said he's sending you home, she going crazy. When they drop that cash, get all in the ground, who gon' save me? How could you blame me when I'm tryna stay alive and just survive and be demise when niggas die by 25? When I stop fearing for my life, when I decide to change my mind and stop sewing. Try to smoke the pain away, they lock us up for smoking. Put them on probation like them up, it seems perfect. Victim to the system like a raindrop in the ocean. They closing all the schools and all the prisons getting open. Yeah. See, coming from where I come from, we had to beat the streets, beat the system, beat racism, beat poverty. And now we made it through all that, we had the championship. NYPA Entertainment Radio live here on Blog Talk. Remember, if you can't catch this show live while it's happening, download, subscribe, and share. Um, and you don't want to go into the archives of, of uh, Blog Talk, you can check it out on Anchor or Apple. You can go into Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Castbox, Bullhorn.com, Sounder.com, of course, on the Alexa platform. Uh, to get your fix for NYPA Entertainment Radio. Uh, again, shout out to D Money. Go check out Black Vibes Matter. Um, go check it out. The tracks are hot. Shout out to Vintage Records, Oxygen, and Jazz Man, of course. You hear them every week in our intro. So 
the big family thing over here. And again, new month, new music playlist, but a special playlist. It is the spotlight playlist. And again, this is the sound of Philadelphia Volume One. I there's a lot of people I left off, a lot of people I put on, and you know, I'm gonna get to everybody today. You hear out throughout the month. But there's a lot of people, I don't, I don't want to hear, yeah, you forgot to add this person. Listen, I can't put everybody on. And that's how I chopped it up in volume. And it's going to be like that for a lot of other places, whether it's New York, D.C., Chicago. I can't put everybody on, so they chop it up in volume. You know what I mean? Too then many. I have to chop it up and then break it. I'm right. sorry, go ahead, bro. What did you say? Yeah, too many. Too, too many, many to add. It's yeah, it's way too many. too many. There's a lot of talent everywhere, globally, domestically. So I'm going to have to do different volumes. But then we could break it down and we just go to producers. I could do, we could do a smaller playlist on Hamble and Guff, uh, uh, Gamble and Huff alone. You know what I mean? So this is the fun thing about Spotlight Playlist because we could go endlessly break it down to the smallest detail of artists, whatever. So, uh, but like I said, there's a lot of people I, I left off, but there's a lot of people I put on here, y'all, y'all see. Not like today, I'll probably play a few more, but next week and so going forward. So get off my back. Stop talking shit about me. He didn't ask this person. Oh, my God. How did you forget about this guy? No, I didn't forget. I just made a decision, took the coin, and we'll get volume two at a later date. So, anyway, moving forward, I uh, want to get into, and I'm sure as though you heard about this, about uh, Wendy Williams and the Method Man one-night stand thing. Yeah, um, yeah, we spoke about that last week. Happened. Right. Well, his wife. Method Man's wife. Oh yeah. <laughs> came back at her. Now she's usually she's usually quiet. So like she's up in the cut and she mm-hmm. just sees, you know, out of sight, out of mind type thing. So um, right. Method Man's wife on Wendy Williams one night stand claims no amount of plastic surgery can fix the ugliness. <laughs> Tamika Smith, wife to Method Man, has shared an extended statement in response to claims that Wendy Williams made about her husband. As you may recall, Williams recounted an alleged one-night stand with Method Man last week, telling DJ Sus Sus won an interview um, about the Power Book Ghost Star, which is Method Man, um, still was very angry at her. Method Man's angry at her. Quote, I smoked the blunt with Method Man while I gave him a bath, and it was a one-night stand. Williams, whose biopic, Wendy Williams, the movie recently premiered on Lifetime, said he'll deny it, maybe not. Methamine, of course, famously put uh, Williams on blast years ago after the TV personnel publicly disclosed Smith's health issues. In a statement shared by the Shade Room and others this past Monday, Smith slammed Williams saying, quote, she has proven again and again that she is incapable of any decency. Smith also said Williams uh, has an obsession with her and Method Man's lives. Quote, in an obvious attempt to increase ratings for her sad biopic or struggling TV show and her burnt-out career, Wendy has once again targeted my husband, she said. It's a pattern that she has repeated for years. According to Smith, Williams also never offered an apology over violating her her right to privacy over the affirmation cancer diagnosis. Um, It was clear that she was sick and that she was struggling with a lot of issues, including self-hate, and low self-esteem since that over the years, those issues have made her increasingly ugly, both inside and out, and no amount of plastic surgery can fix the ugliness inside of her, unquote. <laughs> you know what I say to that? What's that? Go get them, girl. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we yeah, I mean, she has week. every right, right. To, to say what exactly. she feel about Wendy Williams. Exactly. 
Exactly. Even though that she got backlashes from it, you know, um, some people felt that she should uh, shouldn't shouldn't even say anything about Wendy Williams um, because they said that Wendy Williams built the legacy. She built a career for herself, and Method Man wife didn't do anything but sit at home, living under the shadow of her husband. That's what some mm. people were saying, you know, that that were Wendy Williams fan and was clapping back at you know, Method Man's wife for that, you know, and it's like, you know what, why why shouldn't she say anything? That's her husband. <laughs> she has exactly. every right to defend him. Exactly. 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 So, you, you know, uh, people that are fans of hers who applaud what she does, you have, you, have, you have that right. However, when you put shit out there like that, don't get mad and also be defensive because someone is going to step up and say something back. You put these claims out there, whether they're true or not, who cares? What's your purpose? We said this last week. What's your purpose of saying that? And if you think you right. going to go quietly in the good night that someone from his camp, let alone his wife, is not going to step up and say something to you, like, come on. I know controversy creates cash, but there's a way of doing it. And right now, like what, her, what his wife said is true. Your, your ratings are fledgling. Your biopic, I don't I even got to watch it. Lifetime was whack to begin with. But it, it's like, you, it was no purpose of you to say that. Who cares? Who cares? So now that you did say it, of course, someone who's in his life now, is married to him in a relationship is going to step up. What's up? Right. Yeah, what's next? Now that you put it out there, what's next? It's just basically telling right. everybody who you are as a person. Exactly. You know, what you're what's about. Your that's, that's basically what yeah. you're saying. So so what is what was the purpose of coming out and, and saying this after all these years? You know, if it really right. did happen, why now to come out with it? And, uh, and we all know why, because she wants the publicity for that movie. Of course. For whatever course. else that she's doing. That's all right. it is. Of course. Controversy, crazy passion. We always said that here. Right. And that, and that's what she's looking for. Cash, controversy, the attention. She's an attention seeker from day one. That's her history. That's what she do. You know what I mean? That's just what she do. So, uh, but I, like I said, shout out to uh, Mess Man and his wife, Mrs. Smith. There you go. Go get her. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Zul, mm-hmm. what, else, what else you want to get into? Nelly recently faced criticism from fellow Saint Lunatic member Ali, who claimed the hot in here artist hustled him and the rest of the group back in the day, um, allegedly. Now Nelly has the. Def- um, def- Defending himself during a visit to the St. Louis radio show, um, um, claiming Ali initially signed on to the group as a manager and wasn't a performer. Um, there's three people in the group that's um, been a lunatic since day one, Nelly. Um, Nelly's claim um, is uh, Kiwan. And City Spud, Nelly explained, weird names. As um, as Hot News Hip Hop pointed out, uh, we all went to school together. Uh, all right, uh, this in quote. We all went to school together. All right, cool. When we first started, the Lunatics Ali was um not in the group. Um, stop me when I'm lying. Unquote. Uh, Ali, alongside um two others, um wasn't supposed to be performers. Um, and even then, he allegedly didn't play with them during some of um, their earliest um, shows. 
and quote again, when they said the lunatics was doing all the legwork and talent shows and all of that, that was us. He didn't do that, added Nelly. When we was going around town making a name for ourselves, doing the car wash perform, um, doing, um, doing the car wash performing at a talent shows and colleges, that was us. That wasn't Ali. Ali did not perform with us. Either he thought he was um, too good, or he didn't perform with us. Um, just factual, actual factual, unquote. And it goes on and on, and it gets boring as it goes on and on. Big Quan is Saquon is Yeah, it goes on and on, and it gets a little boring on it. You know, it's like, so what? If he makes that claim, let him make that claim. You know, where is he going with it? Yeah, you know, because at the end of the day, it's like – well, here I go. I'm saying you're not relevant at the moment, so like, yeah, making no music. Who cares? Who cares? I don't care. I, you know, you're not. But whatever. What are you gonna do? I never was a fan. I never really was a fan of um, <laughs> of Nelly or or the Saint Lunatics or nothing like that. I just never was I'm, a fan. I'm gonna say this or right you. up top. Um, you know. He was kind of catchy, Nelly, but as a lyricist, I didn't think he was a great lyricist. That's my opinion mm-hmm. on that. I, I didn't think he was a great lyricist at all. You know, he just had, you know, catchy, and fr- you know, but other than that, as a true lyricist, I didn't see that mm-hmm. at all. Right, right, right. Um, staying in the world of hip-hop, uh, T.I. and Tiny, the Friends and Family Hustle production, Suspended following sexual abuse allegations. The production of VH1's T.I. and Tiny's The Friends and Family Hustle <laughs> has been suspended amid a plethora of sexual abuse allegations uh, against the pair, including claims that they trafficked, trafficked, trafficked and drugged women. The two have, in the two have, in the strongest way possible, uh, the erroneous, well, I guess, well, let me see, possibly has denied Pauline allegations. Trafficking women? Jesus. Um, Deadline first reported that the show production has has been paused. We are aware of the allegations and have and while they are not connected to our show, we have reached out to T.I. and Tamika Harris as well as local state officials. And, and um, given the serious nature of the allegations, we have decided to suspend production in order to gather more information, an MTV Entertainment spokesman said. According to this uh, Deadline, the quote the decision to pause the production was made mutually by MTV Entertainment TI Tamika Harris. The publication also says the previously announced plan for a spring premiere of season four is also on hold. Aside from the Harris's, their children, the show's star, the children, their children, the show stars, the families of Toya Johnson, Latoya Lucky, and Monica. The show is actually produced by TI Harris for Grand Hustle. Uh, Tamika Tiny Harris for Pretty Hustle and Brian Schur for Crossover Entertainment. Christian Shabia, Vinnie Kaufman, Ju- uh, Vinnie Kaufman, Jennifer McGrogan, and Jordan Brown, executive producer for 51 Minds Entertainment, have all agreed to put a pause on the show. This is some serious allegations right here. Um, yeah. That is very, like, out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, like trafficking. 
and, and drugging women and, and all like what in the world are you guys are doing? That is um doing some serious allocation. That's some serious that's some serious shit right there. And I'm sure yeah. more details will come out and people will tell stories or whatever. But that's a that's some serious stuff right there that could really hinder your reputation along with your career and no one wants to probably do business with you. And freedom. Um if this is <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> And freedom, like you said. Most importantly, you have freedom. So that's just something that kind of uh, stood out, and I just thought it was very interesting. And it's just, it's just crazy. I, I'm sure more details of it will come out. This is, I just seen this yesterday, um, and I thought it was kind of interesting. So we should see. Uh, we'll take a brief, one more music break. We'll play one more song off the Spotlight playlist, The Sound of Philadelphia. And we'll come back and we'll wrap things up right here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Wait, don't matter, just don't curse. Yo, fellas, y'all ready to do this? Yeah, what's, what's up, y'all? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up man? Boys, I'm in effect, yeah. And it's about time. Yo, let's rip this up. Boys, today. Boys, today. Boys, today. Fellas, well, let me see what you can do. 
And then a smile when they whine and said, yo, Mike, check this out. See if this one is. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to everybody who continue to um, follow us, who continue to listen to us here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Shout out to Kyle and Philly. Um, shout out to our artists. Uh, well, I guess, actually, um, D-Money for stopping by. Um, you know, definitely appreciate that. Um, um, when you come out with your book, definitely come back on the show. Um New music, or if any music that 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 Kyle forgot to put on the playlist, if you want to hear it, uh, hear it for the second round, um, second wave, hit us up. NYPA Entertainment spell out at gmail dot com. Spell out entertainment, y'all. Uh, didn't forget. Cut it off. Half, <laughs> half and half. I had a long list, close to fifty plus. I had to cut it in half. So anything you send, trust me, I already know about. It'll be on volume two, whatever <laughs> that will be, maybe later on this year or whatever. I don't know. I haven't decided that yet. But volume two, trust me, I'll make it up. It might not even be enough for volume two either. It might be ongoing, maybe another volume three. But, yeah, shout out everyone there and far. Shout out to D-Money. Uh, don't forget to check out Black Vibes Matter. Um Vintage Records, everyone near and far. Download, subscribe, share, comment, NYP Entertainment Radio. We're going to wrap things up here. People, be safe. Uh, social distance yourself. We'll get through this. We'll see you live here next week, right here on NYP Entertainment Radio. Shows on. Yo. I'm not a preacher. I just like making good music.
These niggas fruity like a pebble I fly straight, I'm on my level Sell your soul, deal with the devil <laughs> I'm gonna stay smoking this weed, man Trouble finding the absolute meaning of life Will I become a success? Can I find me a wife? These questions seem to get harder as they passing me by But I won't give in to the pressure floating on cloud number nine I'm just drifting away, these dreams keep me fused To progress this weight that I hold on my chest From packing on all of the stress Throughout the daily grind, I seek to find a peace of mind No wasting time, I need to climb up to the top to make this mine Cause I control my destiny as I'm destined to be Much more than the stars can align, the journey is dark But I'll find a source of light to help distinguish the goods and the evil the benign and the lethal, the opaque and the see-through Won't let my demons conquer all that I built from within Present my past with my future ambitions through paper and pen It's more than words in the story that I relay to you My heart is stuck in a bond while searching for proof of certain truth As if a beast while the wind is blowing and grass is growing Ocean waters are flowing with these cups of liquor we pouring As the summers get hotter, winters get colder I say a soldier, my mindset for the future's never been bolder You need a shoulder to cry and then you can lean on me We all go through trials and tribulations throughout the lives we lead The scars are they are reminders of battles that I've won Lessons I've learned and rules that I broke to teach to my future son Cause I'll be damned if he grows to be an illiterate, ignorant and belligerent person who doesn't give a shit That's all the question for me as long as I'm still breathing Culture, my morals, of society as he begins teething But if I have a girl, she'll be my diamond and my pearl Regardless of the cold-hearted nature amongst this cruel world I'm just looking to be enlightened in this day and age With knowledge and wisdom to help me through all the pleasure and pain The show is over. 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 The show is over.